Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry for all the uh, confusion. Hopefully people can hear. If you are on the phone, would you mind raising your hand so that I know you can hear me? Um, okay, so phones can hear me. Um, if, if you wish for me to unmute you and you're on the phone, just put your hand down and raise your hand back up and I'll unmute you. Uh, hey, uh, 716, you there? Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Yeah, fair enough. I was, I was getting nervous that we weren't having a call this tonight and hoping everything was well. Uh, yeah, for some reason, and I don't know why, but it seems like um, if you were calling in from a phone line, then it wasn't allowing you to hear because people who were on their computer and had a microphone, they could hear, communicate. Yeah, yeah, I was having trouble. I, you know, I called back a few times. But uh, how's the house going? You guys hanging in there? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, just getting prepared for the quarantine <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. So God bless you. <laughs> Drinking whiskey, whiskey light vaccine quarantine. Hey JC, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, okay. I can hear you now. That was weird, dude. Yeah, I don't know what was going on, but hey, we, we got things going now, so let's just continue the conversation. All right. Um, Did anybody see the interview online or on Fox News today? where the generals came out and declared war on all the drug cartels and they were going to marshal forces down to the border. And if you were going to try to come to this country and kill our people, you weren't getting through anybody. Did you hear any of that? I, I, briefly, saw I briefly saw the article, Somebody? but I didn't actually read it. I watched the video. It was pretty stern. Somebody's got a loop going on. It's pretty weird. Yeah, and I think that might be Alan. Alan, I think there it is. I didn't see, I didn't physically hear this, but my mom did, and I think she's trying to get on. She'll be a... Uh, yeah, I'm here. Hey, tell them about the brutal thing. Yeah, it was it was a live uh, broadcast, and at first I wasn't going to listen to it because I thought, okay, another coronavirus brief update, you know. 
but I noticed there were all these military people standing on the stage and his usual entourage was not there. Uh, not even one of them. And, um, and I missed like the first probably 10 or 15 seconds of uh, the guy who was making the speech. So I don't know who he was, but he was some kind of um, high-ranking um, military personnel, like a, some general or something, and he was spitting fire. And he was very stern, and he started naming how many troops they put in place in probably five or six different places. They've got all their borders covered and frozen. He talked about ships and airplanes that they've got out. And he talked so fast, I literally, my head was spinning. I couldn't keep up with half of what he was saying. And he said, we are declaring war on the drug cartel. We have intel that they're getting ready to bombard us with drugs, and we are not having it. We are tired of you killing our people, and, and we're not going to take this anymore. And he went on and on. And then some other guy that I'd never seen before in any of this. I uh, didn't catch his name. God, I wish I had. And he got on there and verified everything that that guy was saying, and Trump just stood off to the side. He didn't say anything. And uh, this guy said, if you think you are going to come to our country and start crap, basically is what he said, uh, you got another thing coming. Not now, not ever. And that's how he ended his speech. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> kind of gave me chills. It was uh, it was wild. Yeah, he said so, something about you're not going to come into this country. If you think you're going to come into this country and kill our people, you're wrong. Yeah, and he not said now, we are ever. marshalling. He used the word marshalling. We are marshalling our troops. And that's when he, he went into detail about how many thousands of troops he had here and here and here and here. And I was like, man, all for the drug cartel? Because we could have gotten them years ago. I just caught something on the bottom of the ticker thing. It said they're putting <clears throat> National Guard at troops yeah. at uh, election things. And I didn't know they were still doing them. Um, he also mentioned that uh, these troops would be going into major cities throughout the country. So what that means, who knows? I mean, I know, like, uh, last year, I remember when the reports came out where they were trying to classify cartel members as terrorists. The, to go after them more aggressively. The, yeah, they mentioned I think it was terrorists back in like today. October or something, huh? They also mentioned terrorists today. I'm sorry I left that part out. They kind of linked them right in with the drug cartel, which made me think there's more going on than drug cartel. And he also said before they had limited ability to stop these major drug runners that they knew the shipping lanes they were using. Uh, they've known about it for a long time, but they were limited in what they could do to them. Why? I don't know. He didn't say. But he said now it's like <laughs> game on. Uh, because they're backed up by the CIA. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. He didn't explain, and you know. Are they a terrorist organization also? <laughs> hey, it's not terrorism. Good yeah, yeah. For the good guys. <laughs> good question. Well, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, if you just Google uh, war on cartels, you're going to see a bunch of stuff coming up about um, Trump using the uh, coronavirus task force announcement to declare war uh, or warn Mexican drug cartels that they shouldn't traffic illegal narcotics. Yeah, I have to say, my first thought wasn't drug cartels. My first thought was locking down the borders, keep people from leaving. And using the guise of the drug cartels. I mean, dude, they're declaring war on everything. He goes to the UN, tells them they all suck. And he says drug cartels suck. And coronavirus sucks. I mean, basically, and Russia sucks. And China sucks. And we're going to Europe. And it's like they're just on all fronts. Something else they said during that briefing today was, um, and they've said this before, but they really reiterated it today. The next two weeks are going to be brutal on the American people, which kind of led me to believe we're going to be told to stay in our homes and not leave. That, That was the guy's, you know, that's just what I thought by the way they were saying it. Because if you think about it, every time they have a briefing, they, you know, they tighten the noose a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think they they fully understood when all of those first started coming out what they were going to have to do. I think they just kind of set up a plan on on how they were going to do it because I... I personally don't believe that Americans would have just gone for this right off the bat. Uh-uh. And they also talked about um, how Russia was sending us emergency medical supplies and that the planes had left Russia this morning and were coming in and they would be coming into several different major cities. So they're allowing Russian planes to land here in major cities under the guise of severely needed medical supplies, which is strange when people took footage of the hospitals all empty. So Yeah, well, I was actually talking about that when the show started, um, so I kind of run back over it again. but. You know, I mean, I've seen all of the stuff online talking about the empty hospitals. I I know about the whole hashtag like film your hospitals movement. You know, I'm just saying from from right now, it, it's kind of too early to call in my opinion. Um, you know, the whole if what they're saying is is even partially true and there's going to be an onslaught of cases, it's perfectly plausible in my mind that 
okay, there's there's nobody at the hospital, the parking lot's empty because they basically shut everything down. That's not absolutely essential. You walk in and you don't see anybody right there in the waiting room. Well, that's because it's basically empty. And whenever they do get somebody, they probably get them back into a room and do whatever they got to do fairly quickly. And when you're going to start seeing that is when it's overflowing. Um, but if you're, you know, like, if you're not taking it seriously and it's it's for real, then uh, yeah, yeah, that could be some some problems. So for right now, I personally, what I'm gonna do is go ahead and kind of take it seriously and see what happens here in three to four weeks. If in three or four weeks we're not seeing anything that's what you know that suggests that there's a pandemic i think we changed the conversation but for for right now i think it's way too early to start saying that that this thing's just not going on so i mean i definitely think that what's going on is man-made a pandemic uh what sars 2 is is basically sars and taken and genetically modified to give us some of the most scariest attributes you could think of, like having asymptomatic um, infections in people for two weeks. That's that's pretty scary. Um, so we we got a, somebody with the hand raised. Six two three. Yeah. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? Doing all right. How Can you hear doing? me? Yeah. yeah hanging in there you know it's interesting it's definitely interesting times we're in um you know i'm, I'm kind of like you jc it's you know kind of just waiting to see what happens you know with you know great hopes that you know enough people have repented and turned and you know we're trying to restore this land the way it's supposed to be or you know we you know especially as a soldier we believed it was supposed to be um there's there's i don't even know where to begin but i, I believe it could go either way I'm hoping for the best, but either way, I'm, you know, I'm a Christian, so it, it doesn't matter to me. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going whenever, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm good with that. So, um, please excuse me. I'm not really good at talking and stuff on these things, so bear with me. But um, it's very interesting everything what's going on. I watched a video. You know, an FBI guy was, uh, in, uh, you know, inter, um, investigating a corrupt uh, sheriff's department. And they ended up detaining him and stuff. And uh, with Trump saying he's going to drain the swamp and, you know, yeah, restore the republic and, you know, back to we the people and all this stuff, um, you know, it's to me there's it, – it, it could swing either way. I mean, as far as military-wise goes, I know when I was in the military, it was, you know, if we were given an unlawful order, it was our duty – to disobey an unlawful order. I don't give a shit if it was the, excuse my French, but if it was the general of the, uh, you know, the, the president of the United States, whoever, you know, general of the army, we were to detain him, private E1 nothing, until relieved of higher command. So, you know, our special forces, it was created, you know, JFK and everything with the special forces. Our, our special forces was created against oppression and tyranny and stuff and to help other governments, you know, to, you know, especially, you know, with communist go uh, governments to, you know, the, to free the oppressed. And I don't know, it's, um, I think it can swing either way. 
Um, ultimately, though, it's going to swing God's way. <laughs> so, and I'm good with that either way. So, um, but definitely interesting, especially with what I was telling you about the YouTube uh, video with the the FBI guy uh, investigating a sheriff, a corrupt sheriff's department, and they uh, detained him. And that's on YouTube. You can look it up. It's, uh, I mean, they fully just completely lawlessness. And uh, Big Brother, a lot of Big Brother's job, especially, you know, being incorporated and everything, you know, it's supposed to, you know, be to protect the people, you know, especially from the ones, that, you know, the employees that are going outside their, their codes and scopes and everything else. That's why I believe codes and statutes are there, to keep them all inside, not to come outside and cause harm to you and I, fellow man. You know, we're not employees. And uh, I don't know. Lots of love to you guys. I'm sorry. I just, I, don't, I got, you know, I'm good with whatever happens. <laughs> so, and I love you guys and I appreciate you guys. And uh, if you can unmute me, that would be great. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming out. I mean, you know, I kind of agree that this thing's very volatile and it could go either way. Um, but I can, I can go ahead and say this. If, if people kind of start getting up in arms and get real fearful that the government's going to come down with a crazy heavy hammer and they start going out into the streets and, you know, causing a whole lot of problems for society, I can tell you that that will almost be the guaranteed result from those actions. And I think that where tomorrow uh, goes to depends very heavily on what we do today. Um, so I think that for right now, I, everybody's confused. Nobody really knows what's going on. There's so much bad information and misinformation out there. Nobody knows who to trust or, you know, what's real, what's not real. And everybody's in shock. I mean, everybody in this country has gone from basically having, you know, all of the freedoms, all of the privileges that we all grew up with and have known our entire lives to just everything kind of being taken away and uh, everybody's being told to stay inside of their house. There's this really fearful bug out that's going to kill you if you breathe the air outside or talk with anybody outside of your household and, you know, be very afraid. And that's, that's very traumatizing to people. Um, that's a very traumatic event. And, and I believe that most of us, I mean, at least I am, is still in shock at what's going on. And it's going to take a minute to process. And um, one thing I know about being in a lot of very difficult situations is that when you're panicking in the middle of that difficult situation, you typically do not make as good of decisions as when you're calm, breathing, rational, and really, really think out what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, do you second that motion, man? <laughs> well, I second it. Here's what I'm I'm gonna say, because it's all about me. So I'm gonna talk. No, I mean I think it's important that we don't lose sight of who we are. I mean. I agree with the whole pattern, but I think through the whole pattern, everybody needs to be thinking, watching, paying attention. Um, 
I personally keep hearing people default to this whole QN mentality, and I'm just telling you, snakes a snakes a snakes a snake. Um, I'm going to hope for the best. I'm going to hope I don't get sick, hope that nobody I know gets sick. I'm going to hope that nobody I know dies. But I don't think people ought to go half-cocked either and just remember whatever decision you make is final, especially if you're one of those people that's volatile and you start doing something like that. There will not be a return from that at this point. Like, there won't be a do-over. Um, I mean, they're putting troops now at election polls all over the country. I mean, that's what it just said. We know that, well, we're really, really pretty sure that some, a lot of stuff's being activated, man. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Whatever it is, is big. Whether it is really the virus or the something else, if there's something that big going on as they're doing all this, you can damn well bet that they're going to be pretty hostile to get in the get in the way in the wrong way. So everybody needs to make that decision for themselves. But I definitely think everybody needs to be taking one plus one and making two, not three. I think that'd be incredibly dangerous to do at this point. Well, and I think um, freaked out. Everybody's freaked out. And I think uh, we can all kind of rest assured that this is going to take a little while. And I know last week I was talking about, you know, I think JD asked me what I think people should do to kind of prepare. And one of the things I was talking about is is getting out and interacting with your neighbors. And um, some people might be hearing me kind of repeat myself because I was talking about this before we ended the other call to start this one up. But, uh, you know, I think that we have a really good opportunity here to kind of get government out of our everyday. Now, maybe we won't have the freedoms to go out in society and and be as economical as we wish to be, but we can take this opportunity to kind of have a small governance with our neighbors and with our friends and with the people who live close to us, because who knows how bad this is going to get and how long it's going to last. But if we go ahead and kind of start that now, if people learn what it's like to self-govern in their own communities and start working off their own kind of local economy. Sean and I were talking about this earlier today, and he was talking about, you know, counties should start making their own currency, you know, to have their own economy going and where people grow food or, you know, do plumbing or, you know, some type of labor. And we just kind of trade our goods and our services with each other. And I think that's probably a pretty good idea. Because then whenever this thing's over and there is no really scary bug outside, the people who have learned how to self-govern and what what actually comes along with that self-governing, they're, they're not going to wish to to get rid of it. And the whole idea of America, if you follow you know, the history books and everything, the, the idea was not to have this big invasive federal government that intruded on everybody's life the idea was you know to have 
state governments and the state governments had localized county governments and you know basically people on the county level people at the local level would govern themselves and then there would be very slight oversight from the state there was basically almost no oversight from the fed unless there was some type of conflict between the states or between citizens of the state um and really it's kind of a bottom-up structure rather than this top-down structure that we have that we have right now so i just kind of wish to put that out there and maybe some people will think about it but ever since we've really started this show that's one thing that we've kind of been consistent about talking about and uh in a lot of ways hoping for and, and now the time is here and it's really just about what are we going to do with that time and how are we going to spend it and you know i mean Gotta be doing something better than just thinking about this stuff all day because that'll drive you crazy. <laughs> With that, I yield. And if anybody wishes to join the conversation, just raise your hand. We're all about free speech around here. Well, look, I would advise everybody, this is my own personal opinion, if there is a bunch of fraud going on, then I suspect at some point the internet will go down. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I would advise everybody, there's a website, I think it's grandpappy.com or grandpappy.net or org, that's it, grandpappy.org. It teaches you a bunch of self-sustaining tips. Um, I mean, you don't know. Let's. What if there is a war? There could be an EMP with no power. Um, if it is the virus, and they're talking about it hitting harder in the fall, dude, we're looking at six, seven months at the house. People better be growing food. No money. No job. Um, I would recommend, like John says, network with your neighbors, network with people you can trust. I would be slightly reserved about I wouldn't just open up to everybody but you definitely need to be considering how to I mean because you know everybody's natural inclination is to self-preservation of them family and themselves the reality is yes that's right, first, take care of your neighbor all too but there's a community yeah and you know and you gotta honestly you gotta triage that um you can't suffer your family for other people who were just irresponsible either um i believe that you know there's a certain amount of responsibility for people to have paid attention and known something was coming and you know everybody's going to be a little off or a lot off but as long as you know people were actually working towards the goal of, okay, I know something's coming, whether it's a bad earthquake or a tornado or an alien invasion or, you know, the second coming or whatever it is you think, there needs to be some very thoughtful, comprehensive, think, you know, learning and stuff that needs to go into all this. You guys are going to have to think your way through it. You guys mean us, all of us, because, I mean, Let's just face it, this is all new territory. 
and it's really hard to for me personally it's it's difficult i err towards their effing snakes um i just maybe i'm tainted for being in that line of work for so long but i just didn't see a lot of caring there are a lot of caring people but let's just face it the caring people aren't at the top most of the time so hopefully that caring comes through and love is able to conquer all so it will it that takes networking and it takes people doing things in other words i don't think people should shut their mouths i think that would be a mistake i also don't think you ought to be out there fighting riots either but i don't i think now is the time to really be who you are look if we're right you know i've already gotten a couple calls and it's not a toot my horn thing at all it's just a show i've got a couple calls from people i hadn't talked to in a couple years and they get a call and they're like dude is this the stuff you were trying to tell me about <laughs> it's like uh yeah I'm, oh man i should have listened better it's not an i told you so thing but just think about it that, that, guy, was asleep. that guy was asleep until that day now all of a sudden he's awake he's looking around ooh the world i thought existed doesn't exist this is something much different that's a good place to be even if it's scary it's still a good place because there's one guy who won't go back to sleep probably well that that they were talking a lot about that on lots of places on the internet and different news venues today calling this the great awakening regardless of what comes out of it people are waking well, up because of this. I, I will tell you i've heard some very subtle religious overtones and you've got this yeah. qan and all these people pushing that the white hats are cleaning the world up and they're making it better i mean think about it everything that's being said is these guys being the saviors of the planet and i'm just going to tell you i only know one savior Amen. Sure as hell isn't, isn't sure as hell isn't these guys. Um, I just hey, I'm not see. buying that, and, and I worry about that getting everybody in line for a big, great deception to come. Think about the Hegelian dialectic. Let me say this one last thing. I'll shut. Hegelian dialectic: problem, reaction, <laughs> solutions. They made the world such a shitty place that if somebody comes in and cleans it all up, that guy's going to be the shit for quite some time. Just common sense would tell you they would mess it up so they could clean it up so that they could deceive everybody on the backside. Sometimes losing is actually a win. And I'll shut up. Uh, hey, no, 623, you... you're you're actually unmuted, so I'm going to put your hand down. Um, but, yeah, you've been unmuted. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm totally agreeing with – I'm agreeing a lot with what Sean was saying. And uh, – Again, I'm I'm going to go back, you know, I'm going to go back in hopes that, you know, things are trying to get, you know, lined up back to where they're supposed to be. And, uh, I mean, all I've heard ever since Trump got elected, the interesting part is he's not being paid. All right. So, but drain the swamp, drain the swamp, drain the swamp. You know, Cyrus in the Bible, um, 
was huge. And a lot of people, you know, think of Trump like being a Cyrus. You know, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm standing firm in my faith. And, and like I said before, it, it doesn't matter which way it goes to me. I mean, I know where I'm going. So, but I agree with everything you guys are saying. I mean, the number one thing is love your neighbors yourself, you know, and love. Love is the key to all things. And uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. It's really, really interesting. And uh, I, I, I don't think we're completely there yet, to be honest. I really don't. I, I think things may turn for the better. Um, I know a lot of people are repenting. A lot of people are praying. I, I know there's been a lot of deception, I mean, <laughs> throughout history. I mean, way back. I mean, all roads lead to Rome, right? And... Uh, but people are even waking up to that, and uh, it, it like I like I said before, and I'm sorry I don't mean to repeat myself, but it's it's really interesting, and it could go either way. And uh, the one thing I've noticed too, though, with with Trump, is he's talking more about God now. Now again, as a Christian, you know we're warned to be. You know, don't be deceived, and, you know, there will be many false prophets, and, you know, especially in the end days, many, you know, even the elect will be, you know, deceived. So, however, the abortions and stuff like that, you know, all the, all the, the stuff, I mean, that's been, that's just been wrong, and I, I believe why this land's under judgment, I mean, it's murder's murder, you know. And you know, for him to take a stand on that too. I mean, there's there's some there's some great stuff. And uh, you know, he keeps saying, you know, go back to the Bible, you know, keep praying, and you know, and and stuff like that. And you know, like I said, you know, I I know what the word says, and the word says enough people repent and turn, he'll heal the land. Um, me personally, I'm ready for Jesus to say, you know, for him to send his son back, and we all exit out. Um, however, it's it's just interesting. It's been interesting, and I've been keeping an open mind to everything <clears throat> and draining the swamp. I mean, what's been the swamp? You know, what's been killing America? I mean, all these these politicians and all this 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 lawlessness. I mean, utter lawlessness and uh, everything that goes against the grain of freedom and what America's supposed to stand and be for. And uh, it's, I believe there's a lot of people still yet, and I've talked, I've gone on base, and I've talked to, you know, the higher-ups, and, you know, everyone loves freedom, you know, and a lot of the good military, you know, the good people in our military, you know, they, they believe the same way I do. I mean, I would have, if I would have went to, you know, overseas and fought, in, you know, in a battle, it would have been for your guys' freedom. Not, I, I would have sacrificed my life to make, you know, make sure you guys were free. And that's what we believed, even though it was under a false guise. But people are waking up to that. You know, even our military are waking up to that. You know, I mean, going to Afghanistan, what in the hell are we fighting for, you know? And uh, look at Donald Trump. I mean, he didn't fight in the Vietnam War. So, you know, I, like I said, I believe, you know, he could be, you know, God can use anyone. I mean, he changed me. <laughs> he can change anyone. So... Again, lots of love to you guys, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm praying for everyone. I'm praying for our country. I'm praying for our, our people, our land, our freedom. I'm praying, you know, God's will be done, period. 
That's it. End of story. So, love you guys. If you can unmute me again, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, well, uh, kind of going on that whole idea of Trump and the white hats and this and that, I, you know, I'm definitely in agreement with Sean and uh, many other people I know who are on this call that, you know, uh, basically feel that if you're waiting for Trump to save you, uh, no, probably, uh, not me. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I have not going to happen. But, <laughs> I have a savior. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll say this right now. Like uh, David Wilcock put out a video probably three or four days ago talking about how uh, and using some things that Trump said and said. You know, if the um, internet and phone lines get disconnected for three days, don't worry about it. It's just because the white hats are going and making the arrest of all of the people. And um, when they turn back on, everything will be okay. And we'll be live, living in this new world. And um, that's all colors and sunshine and butterflies. And I'll say that when I, when I heard that and saw that, it, it was kind of unnerving. Um, one thing is because He's basically saying, if everything goes awful, don't panic. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, is that it, it's the only thing where, and the, the only reason that I don't really have any concern about this is, this is the same guy who said that there were going to be those mass arrests within nine months back in 2011. And it still hasn't happened. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, obviously he doesn't have the best track record for for predicting what's going to happen. Even though every time he's always talking about he's gotten it from five government sources and you know people in the know and they're really great people and, and I'm I'm not one to judge anybody, but I I just wonder if he's ever heard of the term counterintelligence. <laughs> so. <There's all> <laughs> Well, Jonathan, the, the the thing about the David Wilcox video, and I watched it too, the part of it that bothered me the most was like the last probably five to eight minutes of it. When they were talking about the internet going down for three days, they were talking about the two weeks of brutal crap that we'd have to go through. Then he put it right where I thought it was going, Good Friday. Passover, Easter, yeah. which is where all this timing is Pentecost. going. So he said, you, he said, he literally said, you're going to go into three days of darkness. But when you come out, he literally compared it to the resurrection. I mean, he said the words, Jesus was in the grave for three days and came back. And that's what this is going to be like. And I went, what? And that's how he ended that video. That's the part of the whole thing. That's, and it was a three and a half hour video. So it, that's the part that startled me the most. Kind of scary. It, because yeah, I'm be a glad lot of I just have a 30-minute rundown. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Corona! Either somebody's got corona or somebody's smoking a doobie. <laughs> It'd be both, but not me. Neither. I inhaled. 
Sorry. I apologize. I didn't know I was Dude, still Don't get uh, the munchies uh, too bad. You got to save that food, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, my little brother tried to turn me on that, uh, turn me on to that stuff. Uh, last time I got on the show and no more. No, thank you. But, uh, sorry. I didn't know I was, I wasn't muted, but, uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, that, like I said, it's, it's interesting times and, uh, it's uh, it's definitely. I I think there's going to be a revival. I don't know. Um, look at the churches. I mean, you know. I mean, look at the corruptness. I mean, look at the lawlessness. I mean, everything's being brought to light. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So. But I know I'm I'm good. I know where I'm going if something happens to me. So that's all that matters. And while I'm here, the the one thing that matters the most to me is that you know I try to help as many people as I can and love, 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 love. And that's all we can do. Not just you know the fruits. I mean the teachings of Jesus Christ are so perfect. Can't go wrong. So. Anyways, can you please unmute me? I'm sorry, I you guys wouldn't have heard my coughing spell. Or uh, not do you spell. want me to unmute you or to mute you? Or mute me, yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a doobie. <laughs> okay, man. Nobody's judging. Right? <laughs> we're, we're all about freedoms over here. Someone in the chat said that uh, that video was five and a half hours long, not three and a half. I don't know. The one I, I saw, too, one was three and a half hours, and then another one, the, the girl had cut it down to like 31 minutes, so she only hit the highlights, you know? I would say 31 seconds of David Wilcock is too much. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you got you got to you have to entertain everything that's out there because if you don't, you got to take the good with the bad so that you know the difference. That guy's full you of know? Christmas turkey. He annoys <laughs> the living hell out of me. Yeah, he's yeah. horrible. He's a liar. He makes you know his money off it. He's a show. I'll do the judging yeah. for you, Jonathan. But what's scary is there's so many people who aren't awake who will follow him, you know, and, and and fall into that, oh, yeah, you're going into the darkness and like Christ resurrecting, you're going to come up to the light and you're going to be better for it. And I don't know. It just reminded me so much of the Antichrist trying to mimic Jesus. That That's all I could think about when, when he was talking about that. And I was well, like, I'll dang. I'll tell you what, I was talking with somebody about the whole uh, QAnon theory with Trump um, probably four or five days ago, and they they were like, 
Yeah, I don't buy into any of that. And it's really just this simple. It's all over the internet. And I know everybody on this call has had to experience things where it's like you see something on the internet and then you go back a couple of days later and it's just gone. Um, I was actually trying to research some things about 9-11 the other day and, and there is so much gone. They have cleaned up the internet so well in the past six months. Um, and I thought well, that they were pretty fast about it, you know, a year or two years ago. But you know, I mean, the internet, all of the information at this point is vastly controlled and it's it's pretty scary. But I would say every narrative that you see, especially kind of a mainstream narrative, is all just that. It's a narrative. Uh, there's and and every narrative might have a little bit of truth to it, but I don't know. And that's one thing I think is so difficult and confusing about living in these days and times is that it, every narrative has a little bit of truth to it, and everybody kind of or most people kind of follow a narrative, and the other things that go along with it are. Um, a lot of times bonkers, it's, you know, there are certain things that David says, it, it kind of makes sense. Okay, yeah, there's these generals, they got upset about 9-11 and what happened. And, you know, there's good guys and, and the other side and they want to help us. Like, okay, you're, you're kind of playing on the whole idea of people are waking up to 9-11 and what the government's really doing. And then you're giving them hope and it just doesn't work that way because anybody who has that much love in their heart anybody who has that much soul in their body the system is already weeded out you know most of them the system probably weeded out by september 11th um but if if the system didn't weed them out by then it definitely weeded them out within the past 10 15 years Did I lose everybody again? No, it's just kind of a quiet night, man. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I guess it is. Does anybody have anything Everybody's to like? Wanting. <laughs> I have never seen Florida. I, I bet Florida hasn't been this quiet since the 1930s. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, man. <laughs> there is nobody. You know, I mean, I'm I'm used to tourists, you know, all over the place. There's nobody here. It is, it is spooky to get up on 75 and not see another car. That's a main highway, you know. Boom, nothing there. Stores all closed up and everything, beaches closed, parks closed, everything. Except Walmart. They're like cockroaches. They'll be here till the end. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart's always going to be around. <laughs> you know? 
And I guess, thank God, they are because that's about the only place you can get food now. Yeah, they kind of made it that way. Yeah. Huh. Maybe they're in on it, too. I don't know, man. Well, the cockroaches really... at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> or do I need to draw more of a distinction? <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. We definitely got cockroaches in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah, big ones. <laughs> We have black snakes too, damn it. <laughs> we want to Water be moccasins. friends. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty quiet for sure. How many people are on this call? Oh, I mean, there's a fair amount of people. Um, okay. About 30. 20s, but uh, yeah. It's just kind of quiet. I think everybody's yeah. just got a lot on their minds. You know, they're contemplating every possible scenario. Yeah. I know I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, everybody's kind of in deep thought about everything. And um, it's definitely an interesting time period. Um, it's quite a bit to process every day, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think people are kind of like I said before, in shock, overwhelmed. It's it's a very traumatic event, having all of your freedoms taken away. And Didn't uh, coming. I think yeah. some people kind of saw it coming. Well, not, they always not, said not like this. Yeah, it's a different way, but <clears throat> they always said that. Yeah. You know the debt collapse was gonna just swoop in without without warning. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you know, it's definitely tied in with the with the corona, whatever the corona is, it's tied in because what was the Dow down? The Dow I think finished what down nine hundred today. Or is it still running? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. It it, it closed down 4.44%, down 973. So, 0.69. You know, Can't leave off the 69, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's with uh, what? Six trillion pumped in last week. So. Well, I mean, you know, it's just like uh, when somebody's addicted to heroin, you know, to get the same high, you gotta use more and more of it. You know, yep. six trillion dollars last week, it'll be twenty trillion dollars next week. Oh yeah, the pillaging, the pillaging has begun. The final pillaging, it seems like. You know, that's mm. something nobody's really spoken about is all these drug addicts that aren't going to be able to get dr drugs. They're going to be going apeshit crazy. 
you know? At least people who smoke cigarettes can still get that. Um, marijuana is legal in Florida for medical, and it's considered a pharmacy down here, so it will stay open. Um, but, I mean, all those other people who are addicted to every freaking thing coming down the pipe, what's going to happen with them when they can't get it? There's going to be some real nutcases running around. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> you know, um, tobacco, um, <clears throat> tobacco, alcohol, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, you know, those are the main ones. People can't have those. <laughs> Look out. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, uh, you know, any of the other well, stuff. Well, addiction yeah. is addiction. Yeah. 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 And, well, uh, hey, I was watching a video the other day and I kind of thought this was funny. I mean, you know, it's scary, but it's funny. This guy was talking about, he goes, man, I got a great social experiment idea. Why don't we make everybody go home, force them to lock themselves in their house and we'll close everything in society except for the gun stores and the liquor stores and we'll see what happens in two months. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good, oh. good, uh, good idea for a movie. Uh, right. I mean, because I know at least around here, liquor um, and the stores around here are pretty stocked. Like we don't really have any shortages on anything. But you can't really find uh, club soda or what's what's the other one? You know, basically like sparkling water. Seltzer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the sure. mineral water, the stuff that glows in the dark and with the with the underneath the the, uh, the UV light. <laughs> Zima. <laughs> oh, that's Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, right. That'll make you glow. <laughs> club soda. No, club soda. What's the other think... one? It's a lot like club soda. Seltzer water. Yeah, that's what I thought it said. Seltzer. That's what I was Chronicle? thinking. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, basically liquor mixers. <laughs> Something fizzy. Yeah. Man. Whereabouts uh, are you in uh, in Florida? Like what area? General area. Um. Yeah, Puerto yeah. Gorda. Just, okay, uh, about 30 miles north of Fort Myers. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Had to go out the other day. There's a run on, uh, <laughs> there's a run on inflatable pools. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> out. Who Everybody who doesn't have a house with an in-ground pool are stuck with all these kids and no pools and no parks open or anything. And they, people are going crazy going to Walmart trying to find pools of any size, any kind. That's kind of, you know, that's kind of something you didn't think of, you know, toilet paper and swimming pools. But the heat's been brutal down here, so you got to do something. 
So what's the plan, Stan? We stay out of the way. Stay out of the way as this thing goes down. What are you going to do by Mark getting in the way? I'm going to try not to be in the way. Well, you know, you can make yourself do anything for a couple of weeks, you know, because you've got an end in sight. But they keep they keep saying, well, maybe a couple more weeks. Well, maybe a couple months. Well, maybe six months. Yeah, right. You know? Right. And at what Is, point, you know, you, you at what point do you break? <clears throat> and we all have that breaking point, you know. I mean, maybe the, the idea is just to consider it done and start the new way already. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, it's like this: either either Trump is the the evilest human that ever lived and this is all not going to be good or he truly is a temporary gift from God to to bring us to our knees, to wake us up, to make us realize how much we do need God, you know, and, and maybe we do have to be broken and go through the fire and, and you know, uh, and hopefully come out better. It's one or the other. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to say something. This is coming from uh, more or less a Judeo-Christian perspective, okay? Trump just had to pay $3 million because he stole money from his own charity as a billionaire. He lied to people, crushed people, mocked people. Um, and here's what I know, okay? We are what makes the world better, okay? Not him. Like, the very fact that everybody's trying to build him up, and I'm not saying that's what's going on in this call. I'm saying that that's what's being portrayed all over the internet, okay? That's putting the uh. perspective on him, not the creator. It's all the attention on him. And I watched that man sit on a stage, okay? And I don't give a shit what God you believe in. When you sit on a Christian stage and you're asked flat out, do you think you need to be forgiven for anything? And he looks at you dead in your face and says, no. That's not a man of any God except himself. So I do not believe for a minute that Donald Trump is a gift from the creator. I don't believe that. You couldn't convince me of that. That son of a bitch walked on water and brought fire from the sky. Because <laughs> it's, it's just not, listen, that's not the character of the creator. To act that way. Yeah. It's just not. And, well, and look, Sean, he, he, he was probably thinking that he should be forgiven for the $3 million he stole from the charity, but he had to pay it back. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you, you know, know you also have to give him, you know, everybody has to repent. Maybe he repented. Tim, he's the most arrogant cocksucker I've ever seen on TV before. <laughs> I cannot yeah. stand to hear him talk. If anybody talked to me like that in a room, I'd smack their damn face. Yeah. I wouldn't anybody. He's pretty I, the blind. Closest I ever came, the closest I ever came letting somebody talk to me like that was yeah. Carl Lentz when I was trying to get answers out of him. And I'll never, never go through that again. 
I let him get away with far more than I've ever let anybody get away with anything. And I'm just, I mean, I've watched videos of him, people who, who they were walking in a pa- with like 10 people, and one of the guys got in front of him, and he literally ripped that man back and threw him behind him, gave him a scowl, and, and then got in front because he had to be in front. And, hey, and, and Trump did yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. I watched him. I watched him do that. I watched him firsthand, not in the room. I watched that's him bullshit. do that. That's and I thought that that's yeah. I mean, I you know, you have to be an arrogant, arrogant human being to do that. Um, but does that mean I'm you couldn't be used? Anybody can be used. Shit, the Pharaoh was used. I'm just saying, well, Trump is not your gift. Jesus Christ is, okay? Oh, of course. That's that's your gift. Hey, Trump is not a gift. <sighs> well, okay, poor choice of words, you know. Well, just let, just let me get through this little spiel here. I'm just saying, okay. I think when people start idolizing people like they are on the Internet, look, these people have been in power thousands of years. The Russian... Soviet Union supposedly fell. No, it didn't. They just restructured and recharted the business and then named it Russia. It, it's it's the same same people. Putin was KGB. I mean, it's all the same players. All they did was restructure it because people were getting antsy. Well, now you're getting a lot of people antsy in the United States. A lot of people are starting to wake up and ask questions. The monetary system had run its course. They're probably just restructuring it. And of yeah, course, plus, they're going to try to sell it as as a good thing. Yeah. Plus, people learning about law, you know. Oh, true. I mean, there's there's no. a just like in a black hole. There's a point of no return. It's like when you get this cascading effect. You know, all the little snowflakes laying on the side of a mountain. All it takes is one loud voice and one snowflake, and that's enough. And, you know, I have to think that evil, knowing it's not as good, not as powerful as good, would be terrified of people who spoke truth. And here's the other thing, okay? He was on the plane with Epstein. He went to that island three times. You can't, you can't run in those circles and not have an idea about people. You, you can't. You can't. You can't be worth $4 billion and not know what Jeffrey Epstein was up to. You can't. And uh, I just I'll know... Um, no. Well, yeah, I just want to say this. Look, any cocksucker that will steal $3 million from a charity when you're a billionaire, that's not a man of character. I'm not... Look, I'm not saying anybody... Look, everybody lies. Everybody steals a pen. You know, everybody farts. I mean, everybody does all these things. I'm not saying anybody's perfect, and my application sucks a lot of the time. I'm I'm a hypocrite, too. But just think of the magnitude of stealing millions of dollars from a charity you founded when you're a billionaire. Like, what could you possibly want? Your fucking furniture is gold. I mean, what what more one thing could you possibly want? And it, I'll tell you what it is. The wolf. Wolves eat meat. He craves the, the, the game. He craves the power. He and all of them, they're all like that. Circus and beers. 
Circus and beers. I haven't forgotten that. I just don't. I just don't trust them. Them, all of them. I just don't. They've never been for our good. That I've seen. Yeah, I'll second that. It's always some some way to, you know, to manipulate you into. It's always a, it's like that that really hot chick that you just couldn't wait to get, and then. He's always screwing with you and smiling, saying, oh, that's all in your head, baby. And you just keep believing it because she's so hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a psychological trick that gets done, and uh, we keep falling for it. People keep falling for it. You know, in the collective. You know, maybe not us anymore, but in the collective. I mean, you know, consider yourself an evil general. Are you going to let QN keep going? Or are you going to do everything you can to devastate it? I haven't heard from Snowden. I'm not hearing from WikiLeaks. Yeah. Have you noticed that everybody of world yeah. stature and substantive value is fucking gone? Yeah, I think they're oh, all... Oh, yeah, all the CEOs and shit. No politicians of, of, of you know, the high end of the totem pole. They're, they're, where are they? Look, they could be in their house. I'm not... Suggesting they're in underground bunkers. But I will say, you're not seeing nothing. The only thing you see is Corona. It's all it's all about the script. They don't, they don't have any four. lines. Sorry. They don't have any yeah, they don't have any lines right now. That's why they're not talking. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like there was four asteroids headed for the Earth. Four different sizes. One was massive. Of course, that was four million miles away. One was supposed to explode in the atmosphere. Did you guys hear about that? No. You see what I'm saying? I mean, at yep. first I thought, when I stumbled across that story, and that was just supposed to happen, what, last week, John? The beginning of last week, like Monday, last Monday? Not this past Monday, but the Monday before. It was supposed to, they didn't know for 100%, but it was going to come so close to Earth and it was like, I don't know, I'm, I may be getting the feet wrong, but it was only like 100 feet, 200 feet across. But it was moving at 15,000 miles an hour. Devastating. Thought, well, maybe that's why they got everybody indoors. You know, because they don't know what, what's going to happen. And they don't want to you know, panic. I engaged, yeah. I mean, you know, what the hell's the point in telling everybody, hey, and ask that 2% yeah. of us are going to make it. You know, like, why even tell anybody that? I wouldn't tell anybody that, but I sure as hell wouldn't lock them down either. I just bury the story, but I mean, I tried to give it positive things, but man, when you have France, Spain, Italy, Britain, Australia, everybody, Canada, every Western civilization right now is in tandem with one another. And all I know is a couple years ago. Well, four years, five years ago, Pope came over and came into Congress and said, you will do Agenda 21. Yeah. And he fired John Boner. And then he mentioned something about Agenda 2030. And I know enough about that to know it's not good for everybody who's not them. So I just, in the back of my head, I just can't believe that they're all doing this for our good. I cannot believe 
They're moving troops, Marines, activating yeah. bases. Do what? Hey, Stan, uh, you're yeah. whatever's talking into the microphone. Everybody can hear the, Sorry. that thing. I mean, and the only reason I keep bringing it up is because it's everybody. I mean, dude, this is big. <laughs> this is way big. And it's scary shit if you let it scare you. I mean, if you sat down and you could muster and manage to think of every negative thing that could possibly happen. And I, I do agree that we should wait and see what happens. But, man, I'm thinking people are going to be locked down for months. And he keeps pressing Easter, and I have thought that's very strange considering the Gregorian calendar and the Hebraic calendar both line up this year for yep. Passover. Yep. And that rarely happens, and I think that that's pretty interesting. Um, although I don't think the second coming is imminent because I do not believe in the rapture. I think that's silly. I think Be nice, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I think the sifting is happening. That's what I think. John and I talked about that today. I think that the, the line is being drawn. I think that a lot of people aren't going to see that line, but the ones that are supposed to see it are going to definitely know which side of it they're on. Yeah. And I don't, think that's a, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think as scary as that can be, I think it's a good thing because a lot of people living in the land of gray and need to get into either the black side or the white side, just choose a damn side and go. But you can't convince yeah. me they called the National Guard out to guard pallets of toilet paper. I'm sorry. Yeah. I but, well, they say that feet. they called them out to uh, helping crowd control in case people start going berserk in the streets and crap. Yeah, it sounds like a military state to me. I thought that's what cops It sure does. Yep. So we've already left the Republic, okay? I don't see the Republic even in the rearview mirror at this point. I don't know if it comes back or not. Somehow I doubt it. But one thing I do hope is that there's a court of law on the other side of whatever this is. And America's pretty much already a socialist country anyway. So as long as, as long as there's a court of law, well, I mean, it is. You guys want to talk about courts of law now? Maybe how we can keep those going somehow, even if they're in the neighborhood? Yeah, yeah, start praying. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just teasing um, yeah. We <clears throat> may be moving into total lawlessness. I mean, like total lawlessness. And... Well, Who knows? you know, one, one thing that I would say um, with connecting, of course, sharing ideas with people is, is really work on on finding common ground and uh you know there, there's common ground out there um i was talking with some people with with sean on the phone earlier and uh i was talking about how i i don't believe that police officers or the national guard or the military 
would really go out and come down heavy with the hammer if people aren't being out of control, if, if there's no real reason for them to do that. I, I think that they would basically be like, no, we're not going to put this country, you know, under that type of totalitarian dictatorship. Um, I think it's a different story if if things get completely out of control. And I've talked about before how some places I, I'm sure will get completely out of control using L.A. as just one example. Um, but another thing I think we should kind of talk about with Common Ground is they they just put a whole bunch of money. I think J.D. was talking about the six trillion dollars that they just, you know, put out into the economy. And some of this went to people. And of course, they've put measures in place uh, locally. You know, states have done it and um, the feds have done it, talking about the suspending mortgage payments for several months. I think they're up to 120 days. But at the same time, at the end of the 120 days, people are going to have to come up with all of that money all at once. It's never going to happen. So you're going to see another collapse, another real estate collapse and collapse in housing where the banks are going to go back after people's homes. I think we should start talking with each other. And I don't care if you're left, right, Republican, Democrat, um, counterculture, completely left field conspiracy theory, wearing a tinfoil hat. I think we can all agree that taking away somebody's house because of a virus is absurd. And since we've already paid Wall Street and the banks and all these big officials all of this money to not fail and to keep everything going for us because that's what we really need, there, there's really no reason why we should pay them to kick, kick our people, like the people in our neighborhoods, uh, the people that we know out of homes. and. Another thing I think this could really play with is kind of showing people how the system actually works. Because if we could get a good number of people calling their representatives and saying, hey, do this, uh, you know, vote this way or, or do this, like stop people getting kicked out of their homes. And they don't listen to the entire public, even though nobody's telling them to not do it, it's just going to expose them for who they are even more. Um, I know that a couple of people in the comments wish to talk about courts and, and moving courts into neighborhoods. And, and I believe that, it, especially if we're locked down for, for six, seven, eight months a year, and I don't think that people will have stay in home, like stay in place orders out for a year. I, I think that's a little extreme, but um, we're definitely going to be staying around our domicile, however that looks like. And we are going to be around our neighbors a lot more. And I, yeah, I do believe that with the courts being shut down, the state courts and the other courts, if you have some type of problem and inevitably when people live in societies, they have uh, tensions or problems with each other. They have some type of controversy. And if you look at common law, where common law came from, way back 
before King Henry or uh, the, who was it? The 1066, the Con William the Conqueror. Before William the Conqueror, the, every shire in England had a you know baron court or a hundred court, and everybody showed up to that court every three Sundays. And if you had a claim against somebody, you aired it at the court. And then nobody would leave it until you determined what happened with that claim. And of course, everybody who was living on that shire would basically know the situation that was going on before everybody went to court. So most people would already know uh, who was right or who was wrong. And, and they would lay down judgment and everybody would, would basically go along with what was ever happening because back then it was their society it was the people in that society who were executing that um and that's a pretty good way of holding court there's there's something to be said about holding court in such a way where it's like the amish one of the things that they do holding their courts is shunning if they do not agree and they find immoral what you're doing then they shun you they, they don't associate with you and it doesn't necessarily mean that they won't take care of you but they won't associate with you while you're performing that behavior and i think that's a decent way of holding court does anybody have some ideas on that Yeah. I think it's going to be all kinds of going on. Right. I mean, dude, let's just face it. You put a bunch of people's nads in a vice, it's going to get rough. Oh. I mean, I mean, it's just straight up, especially rednecks. I mean, I will tell you, I already know this for a fact. A lot of cops get nervous. I mean, I'm sure they have enough common sense to know that when you try to tell people who don't want to be told things that they have to sit still for two months. Can you imagine being the one to tell somebody that? And And I just, I know some of them that are just, love to tell people what to do. And when you take away people's ability to pay their bills, they've been sitting with their wife that they haven't spent that much time with since they dated. Their kids are pissed because they can't go do anything. They're broke. They're scared to death because of a virus. And they got some 22-year-old kid who says, you better go back in your house right now. It's going to be a rough day for everybody. might be good to make some friends with those people <laughs> with who <coughs> some of the people up in the mountain buddy i live on a mountain that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i know i'm just kidding i'm it's just it's <laughs> gonna get rough it's gonna get rough if they keep this going for months it's gonna get rough and the worst part is, is if you can't associate with anybody, how in the hell are you going to calm everybody down? 
you know, and, and honestly, to the point where, I mean, if they start monitoring phones, they're going to know if you're in groups of 10 or more. Kids, they could shut yeah, your phones off. <laughs> yeah. But they why would they? I mean, that, they, can hear, they can hear everything you say and watch everything you do from that phone. Yeah. They ain't going to shut that phone off. I don't know. That's um, one of the videos I watched today said that's part of the reason that they're going to shut down cell phones and all internet for three days is so they can revamp it so that you can't be seen or watched through your phone camera. Yeah, I, I don't believe any of that. Yeah, yeah I was about to say in that video he was talking about that you can't be seen or watched by the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just conjecture. Look, Snake will bite you because it's a damn snake. And just every single person that I ever knew high up in the food chain of government or narcissist. They're narcissistic. That's why they're in that position. Yeah. Well, I think you know what kills a narcissist. Do what? You know what kills a narcissist? What's up? The reflection. There you go. (laughs) Showing them what they are. Well, yeah. Unless they're sociopathic on top of it. Yeah, I was about to say, if a reflection kills a narcissist, they should die every morning. I thought it was like when you take their mirror away or some shit. So we're what? We're we're basically one week in on the whole we highly suggest you stay at home order in Virginia. Okay. What they're about what a week in their stay home thing? Yeah. And already people are losing their fucking minds. People, I mean, I'm watching preachers like, don't you guys think this is kind of (laughs) eerie? Yeah, man, we're heading down the road. Honestly, it gave me hope because I was asking John the other day, I'm like, where the hell is everybody? Like, where's all these people at that had a voice a month ago? You don't see shit. And then all of a sudden. I'm surprised Alabama hasn't. uh, Sorry. I'm surprised Alabama hasn't gone nuts yet. I'm sure they are, but how would we know? Alabama's already nuts. Yeah. You have the same people on the TV, and all it is is the same story over and over. Look, did they could be moving an alien fleet of Tanuskis from Zebulon <laughs> into the damn desert. There's like eight billion of them, and we're going. Hey, hey. Uh, y'all oh, you know that's a good point. Yeah. Y'all find any toilets? That's, uh, That's the next point. David Wilcox video. That's a good <laughs> yeah. point because uh, Alabama, you said Alabama's already nuts, so I guess this is normal for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, and the other thing is, is like, right now, I'd probably be just as surprised to see a roll of toilet paper as I would an alien. <laughs> I'll send you some. I'll never see aliens from Florida. <laughs> Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into my moment of levity for the night. You ready? So this morning, I go into work about 6.30. I'm like, all right, they open at 7 up here. So I, I drive up to the Ingalls and 
I'm going to grab me a couple things for the day. And I'm like, you know, just it's just a ritual I do now. I just want to see if there's any toilet paper. And uh, I walked into the aisle, and I see a lady set a box on the floor. And I hear this angelic sound in the background. Uh, I'm like, no, there's no way. And I go up there. I'm like, is that toilet paper? She said, that's all we got? That's all we got. They're making it as hard as they can. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I just haven't seen a roll of toilet paper in so long. I just wanted to make sure that's what it was. And I went up and I looked in the box, and there were three case, three things of toilet paper. Not rolls, but the little packs of like six. Yeah. And I said, I've hit the lottery. I have hit the I felt like I literally hit the lottery. If I had won a hundred dollars in the lottery, I would have felt that way. And I'm like, you know, I'm buying a pack of toilet paper. The new <laughs> toilet paper. Toilet paper. Sean, I was toilet paper up in my dashboard all day for the world to see. <laughs> <laughs> you all didn't think the Easter Bunny's real? I don't know. Toilet paper. I know, Bob Bailey. I'm calling it, baby. I'm going to go to this. <laughs> so, Sean, Sean, when you said that, I can imagine you in a back alley. Do what? You're a trench coat with all the toilet paper. Like, come on, I'm selling it. I won't be able oh. to go in this room, well, but I'll be able to go down. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I, I had forgotten a buddy of mine gave me that roll of Obama toilet paper about six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> And I had it in there, that thing, and I, I just happened to be looking for something in that little cabinet, and there it was. And I'm like, there's no better time for this picture. I think that's the second I got selfie me. I've ever taken. I got me some Trump toilet paper. I just called everybody on my Obama phone to tell everybody that. <laughs> what was great, I don't know if anybody, I don't know if anybody saw that post. But as soon as I posted that, my buddy Chris got on there and posted a picture of him with a roll of Hillary Clinton toilet paper. Yeah, what are you going to do that. now? I'm going to get me some Hillary Clinton pizza. Get some pizza from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. You better oh, watch God. it. The white ass is going to come get you. The white ass is the white house. The white house. I'm anyway. surprised they haven't made TPing a house a felony these days. <laughs> Punishable by death. Hey, and just for the record, while I've got the while I've got the platform here, if the state can come and arrest you and tell you that you cannot worship God and you obey Him, then you're a state church, not a godly one. I'm glad you brought that up because. It was in Tampa that that pastor got arrested the other day. It and almost felt finally, staged. Yeah, well, that's I what know, I was going to say. But finally, it, today, it, uh, our governor finally declared us a stay-at-home state. Uh, yeah, he's been putting it out for a long time. One of the exemptions was uh religious gatherings so now they can have church and nobody's going to interfere with them yeah but now now they don't have what to... you just said now now i'm, I'm not being a jerk 
I'm not being a jerk, but did you hear what you just said? I think I did. I said it. No, I mean now listen. No, now again, I'm not being sarcastic, but I want I want you to hear something. I want you okay. to really hear me, okay? The governor is letting them Oh have I know hurt Charles. Like in what mind would anybody think he had the authority to let them do that or not let them do that, let alone anything else? But that's yeah. the kind of, you talk about narcissistic pricks. This guy got on TV and said, "I'm gonna ben, my benevolent goodliness. I'm gonna let you have church service. I'd like to see a lightning bolt come out of the damn sky at about that moment." And yeah, he's, he's what, considered what essential. He's in. He didn't use the word "let," and I didn't think I did either. But I might have, but he said it was one of the essentials that would be allowed, you know, would be church gatherings. I know, but so allowed. I, that, I mean, it's just the arrogance of these people is Yeah, is yeah I get it. It's sickening. It's sickening. Yeah. How much further will they go now? See? Well, <laughs> uh, as we let them carry Barker Law in the country, I'm pretty sure they're going to go all the way. Yeah, buddy. Sad time. Well, I just—I mean, I don't want people like being violent until it's necessary. But uh, I'm glad people are starting to look around and ask questions. I mean, I guess if you're sitting at the house all damn day and you don't have anything to do. You start thinking about stuff. What do they call that? Reflection, yeah. John. Yeah, yeah. Another narcissist thing, or what? No. No. Hello. Hello. Your call has been forwarded. So did they uh, drop the charges against the guy who who was holding the church service since the governor said that that they're allowed to do that? Yeah, he's out of jail. Yeah, but did they drop the charges? You know, I don't know. I I didn't follow up with it. I I would assume they did, but I, I really can't. I can't say that for sure. You know, I was talking with yeah. Sean about that earlier, and I thought it was interesting because I'd wa- I was watching um, a Christian YouTube channel the other day, and uh, they were talking about, you know, they've kind of talked about, and every Christian kind of talks about the idea of the end times and when that's going to be and this and that. And one of them was saying, you know, for a while we've been asking each other what we would do if they shut down worship like if the government stopped us from worshiping and and now they have and we're just arguing about it and i think yeah. that's absolutely the wrong thing um, that a group of people should do is is fight amongst themselves because that just shows how much government is needed when people are fighting amongst themselves 
if you could just find one that wasn't corrupt. But as long as it's ever run by humans, it's gonna, there's going to be corruption. I mean, come on. What are you waiting for the AI? Huh? Are we waiting for AI to run it? I'm waiting for Jesus to come back and run everything. I'm counting on that thousand years showing up. I I don't know. There's some. There. Do what? There's one thing I'd like to say, and maybe I already did, but I've talked to so many people about so much stuff, I don't remember. I still think that if anything, this is a punishment against all the people who were lethargic and apathetic towards the shit going on around them. Because the bad people are rich. The people that are doing this are not suffering. It's the people that step back and let it all happen, they're going to get crushed under the weight of it. So that's something to that's think about. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't believe that this is a, a lead up to a punishment against them. I think you get the government you deserve. And when you're a lazy, apathetic, selfish narcissist, you get your ass spanked. And that's just my opinion. Now, in the, in the long run, it may be the best thing. I mean, there had to be a cheeseburger effect or everybody was just going to get worse. Uh-huh. Yeah, that stuff hasn't happened yet either. That cheeseburger effect, apparently. Well, the Mickey D's has not closed yet. It will. I mean, sooner or later. I mean, one twelve hundred dollar check ain't gonna cover food and stuff for three three to six months. It's amazing how many people are counting on that too. I, I, I'm like, come on, people going ape shit over that check. It, it ain't squat, man. <clears throat> it won't pay that most people one anyway. month mortgage. I'm just saying, people shouldn't even get it anyway. Total socialism. That's all it is. And it did took like <laughs> three news conferences to change every Trump supporter into a socialist. It's like. Oh my God, these people! I mean, I've literally had people complaining to me about, uh, you know, other people getting their checks and this and that. Where's mine? And it's like, hmm. or that's all they're giving us. Crap. Well, I hope uh, everything works out. I hope everything works I, out for the best. I hope all those people take that twelve hundred dollars and and go buy uh, some beans and rice with it. So uh, hopefully they they've thought about things a little bit and kind of see what's going on since since the awakening started happening. Anyways, with that, it's kind of been a slow night, and I'd just like to take the time to say I appreciate everybody's come out this evening and um, participated on the show and joined us for a couple of hours out of your obviously really, really busy lives because of everything going on. <laughs> we really appreciate it, and I hope everybody comes out here 
next week for the Common Law Wise Words show. Uh, it's, of course, every Wednesday, except for the Wednesdays we don't do it, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And with that being said, I'm going to give people a few minutes to kind of uh, say whatever they wish before kind of killing the call. Let's um let's rename the call next week to Common Law Wise Asses. <laughs> I think it's always been that. <laughs> Not me, I'm sweet. I'm sweet and always gentle. I'm never yeah. I'm never a smart yeah. ass ever. <laughs> Just ask my wife. Hey, hey you're at that age now where you're at that age now where you are a wise ass, not a smart ass. <laughs> oh yeah. In five years, yeah. I'm a grumpy curmudgeon on the in the front porch yelling at <clears> kids. <throat> Get off my yard, you kid. Come along. Wait when you came. I don't know. Come along, COVID. I don't know. All right. No, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. All right. Take Have care. Good night. See y'all later. Good night. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right. Bye. Good night, guys. Good night, everyone. I think we'll call it viral law. <laughs> See y'all next week. By Menon. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.